0: Up to, um, the sixth episode old of the NASCAR series, Mary's he's, he's, live here. Uh, um, so, <coughs> oh, um, so, we're going to start out with a drive for the day. The drive for the day is Juan Pablo Montoya, the native out of Bogota, Colombia. Yeah, anyway, we're going to start out with a video with Gordon, Pressure, high for
1: drivers at the chili bowl you know what this event has turned into i mean this is like an event people people travel from all over the world i mean i I remember you know last year running into mark weber and he said to me i want to go to chili bowl and you know we went to knoxville and he's got this one on his list and i think there's so many people you know that whether they're avid racers or not they want to come to this event because of how it's been built up and 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 it lives up to to any hype uh, as as a competitor i raced in this event i think what 1988 or 89 and it was the toughest race of the year and i was racing midgets you know every weekend and you come here and it's one of the most challenging one of the most competitive races all year long and it's only grown from there and so i uh I finally had a chance to get back here last year. I had so much fun. I said I gotta go back again, and here I am again this year. And it, it's just, and every year it grows, and, and the cars get cooler, and the driver list gets uh, you know just just bigger and deeper. And and, and um, I think that's why everybody will tell you how much pressure's on the line here because it's so difficult to win this race. All right, so that
0: was the episode. Jeff Gordon did it. Did that voice? We um so, um, taking a look at, um, the, now we're gonna actually head back from a couple episodes ago to the snowy NASCAR racetracks, um, so I just have to make it to where we left off, um, um, just taking a look, um, we going to start at the Gate 2 at Watkins Glen International. We'll need some um, plowing on December 4th after a significant coating of snow hit the New York road course. Most More views of Watkins Glen International can feel with wintry precipitation all over. Watkins Glen is covered in, sh- in snow as the calendars turn to December. This photo was posted on December 1st. Another angle of the snowfall Watkins Glen. We'd imagine that corner would be pretty slick in a short while. A week after the big news that Penske Corp. was buying the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, the track got covered in some snow on November 12th, 2019. The track tweeted that that first snow feeling is great, but noted that it was nothing compared to and there is racing at the venue. Look at NASCAR because it's a pagoda glistening in the snow. Not a snowy track, but Chicagoland Speedway show car, uh, found some wintry weather in, in Heinz uh, as it arrived for Veterans Day Parade at Edwards Heinz Jr. VA Hospital. A view of Michigan International Speedway sweeping turns under Blanket of snow on November 11, 2019. It's just a light dusting, the track reported, but it didn't stop Cup Shoes Driver and Michigan native air guns from suggesting some snow racing. And that's it. That's it for the snowy weather. Next up we're gonna look at all of Tony Stewart's NASCAR victories. Number one, September eleventh, nineteen ninety-nine at Richmond. The X NASCAR select batteries four hundred. And November seventh, nineteen ninety nine, Phoenix Raceway, Checker Auto Parts Duralee Five Hundred. November fourteenth, nineteen ninety nine, Homestead Miami Speedway, the Pennzoil Four Hundred, presented by Kmart. June fourth, two thousand, Dover International Speedway, the MBNA Platinum Four Hundred. June eleventh, two thousand, Michigan International Speedway, the Kmart Four Hundred. July ninth, two thousand, the. New Hampshire Motor Speedway, ThatLook.com, 300. September 24th, 2000, Dover International Speedway, MBNA.com, 400. October 1st, 2000, Barnesville Speedway, the NEPA Auto Care, five hundred, November 12th, 2000, Homestead Miami Speedway, Penzel 400, presented by Discount Auto Parts. And May 5th, on one Richmond Raceway, the Pontiac Excitement, 400. That's where we're going to stop today, uh, take a look at the next 10 in the next episode if we can. Uh so we're going to um backseat drivers again debate most impactful NASCAR Cup Series schedule change. Let's go. Hey everybody, welcome
2: into Backseat Drivers. I'm Alex Weaver here with Jonathan and Chase. 2020 is going to have not only some shakeup on the track, but it's also a shakeup in the schedule. We're looking at this new schedule play coming up for 2020 season. Let's hit the highlights and the big changes and let's talk about our favorites coming out of this season.
3: There's nothing more romantic to me as a race (laughs) fan than eating a Martinsville hot dog. when, when the moon's in the sky and you have all those new LED lights on. The Saturday Night Spring Martinsville Night Race. That is, I mean... That is awesome. And you have the mods there that weekend, too. That's a real highlight on the schedule for me. Um, and not to mention the fall, we have a triple header, Trucks Xfinity yeah, and Cup on track. Um, big shakeup at Martinsville in the schedule this year, and it is awesome.
2: Xfinity hasn't been to Martinsville in a while. Quite a so while. Yep. heading back.
3: I'm excited about Daytona. That is going to be insane. I, mean, I love Martinsville too. Don't, don't get me wrong. I, I can't wait for that night race, especially because with just second with uh, Martinsville, that three race stretch. Then we have the All Star race and the 600. And it's all like right in the same area. So, race fans, you can go to all three races, just spend three weeks in Virginia, and North Carolina. But Daytona is going to be crazy. I can't wait for that that uh, that race to, to set the playoff field, and uh, it's nothing like we've ever seen before. It's so, a, a lot on the line. We thought Daytona equalizer. was
2: hot in July. Wait till the end of August when uh, everybody's fighting for a chance in the playoffs.
3: Even when you look at this whole thing, I mean, we've got a, a doubleheader weekend at Pocono, which is unprecedented, and, and we'll see how that'll work out. Just a
2: doubleheader in the Cup Series.
3: Yes, in the Cup Series. Yeah, and uh, that
2: doesn't include the other series on track.
3: Indy on July 4th weekend, um, so, you know, it's going to be it's going to be warm out, um, but that returns to a summer date, so we'll see who that, that favors.
2: Roger Pinskyland
3: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we have... <laughs> Uh, you know Darlington kicks off the playoffs Bristol Knight races in the playoffs and then you know we, uh, we end the season at a new place this year. I've been to Phoenix before and just driving up to that track I mean it has that stadium feel with all the renovations they did and it feels like a champion should be crowned there so I'm just I'm really excited to have that re- la- last race be there and it's, it's going to be great
2: As a margarita bar
3: That too. There you go. I forgot about that. So you can can see a champion crown and get a couple margaritas in you and you're set.
2: That's where I'll be. Will you be at the margarita bar?
3: Uh, Or the hot dog stand uh, at Martinsville Well, I'll I'll probably still be in Martinsville eating hot dogs.
2: (laughs) All right. Well, the 2020 season kicks off in the Daytona 500. It's the Super Bowl of our sport coming up February 16th on Fox.
0: Anyway, credits to backseat drivers. Um, Shout out to our third follower, um, Michelle. L.D. Bona, so, and all from followers three to six with Judd baskets as well. Oh, so now we're gonna watch Dale Jr.'s road Shines Light on NASCAR History. I don't know if it's gonna take out our time, but, or extend it, but that'll be fine.
4: Dale Earnhardt Jr. who is our first guest curator of an exhibit here at the NASCAR Hall of Fame. If you're passionate about the history and and the Hall of Fame calls and says, hey, can you help me, want to be part of this. It's like, it's a great phone call. You know, my quest to learn more about history is like unfulfilled and and experiences like this add to it. So anytime you get sort of included in a conversation about the history, it's it's an opportunity to learn. And I certainly uh, jumped at the chance to do this. Going through that list, you learn a lot about what's out there. And it's a surprising list, and, and uh, impressive list of, of cars that have been restored and that are being taken care of, and it makes you feel great. If you're somebody who wants the history to, to, to be taken care of, to be, you know, to be available for people to see for years to come, it, it, was, it was good to go through that list and just be reassured that that's the case. There's no better representation of the history of the sport than the real stuff. Some of these older cars, these aren't cars that someone else drove that we were painted like Rusty Wallace's car. That's the car. And so that, to me, means the most. When the fans come here and they look at that exhibit, they know in their heart, they can know in their minds that that car was out on the racetrack competing and getting the job done. That's the ending.
0: Goodbye.